Matt looked at the laptop screen and waited for the words to come to him. His past efforts at writing a novel had been overly detail-oriented and perhaps obsessive. It was a mistake to try to control the process. It made both him and the writing tense, rigid. All his submissions got no response or a pass, no comment. It got him down. The writer's circle he had applied to told him that he had potential, but he needed to learn to relax and let go. They recommended that he do some creative free flow, stop planning. Matt listened to them. It was like magic. The words flowed out of him and it felt wonderful. He no longer halted and deliberated over the choice of words or where the story should go. His creative inner muse connected to the archetypes and cosmos was now his guide. He quickly completed a short story. It was the first thing he'd written that pleased him in a long time. Matt submitted the piece to an online contest and it won third place. When he shared it with the writer's circle, they told him that they knew he had it in him. They said that the writing space was sacred and asked him how he decorated his writing area at home. They showed him pictures of their personal writing shrines, desks with dream catchers, typewriters, vision boards. They told him to try it, but not to get lost in trying to perfect anything. Like his writing, he should listen to his creative muse, light some sage. Matt let go of control and allowed his muse to decorate the writing space. The result was pleasing to him, and he wrote another story. This one won first place, and the writer's circle said that they would let him join. At each weekly Zoom meeting, they shared their work and experience. Matt was on a creative high. Once I learned to stop planning, I could finally stop worrying and allow the story and characters to go where they desired, he said of his latest story. The five authors on the Zoom conference, each displayed in their own little boxes, smiled and nodded. They told him it was time to begin work on a novel. Matt knew he was ready. The plot, the characters, the words flowed out of him and onto the laptop screen. He characterized the writing as exquisite. It continued that way for a week, and then something happened. It was like the universe pressed the mute button on everything. Whatever source had been guiding him was silent. Everything was dead space, dead quiet. He drank some canned espresso to calm his nerves and began to panic. He texted one of the writers in the circle. Your space is probably stale. It happens. Don't stress. Just redecorate the space and maybe smoke up a little to relax. Matt followed the advice. The pot made him anxious and sleepy. He got distracted trying to redecorate the space. The pot is making me anxious and sleepy, he texted the writer. Please advise. Use common sense, man. You're a grown man. If you're tired, drink some coffee, relax your sphincter, and let the words come. They always will. The words came. They continued to freely flow for the next two weeks, on and off. Matt got used to taking a breather for pot and redecorating. Try not to reread on the first draft, Matt. 
This is a process. Matt was nearing what felt like the end of the novel. No planning, no deliberate construction, but a Jungian sense of completion. That's what he was working, allowing towards. It stopped again without warning. Dead space, the pot, redecorating, typing random words. Nothing helped. It all felt wrong. Help me, man, I'm flailing, he texted. The writer sent him a link to an article titled The Daily Routines of Twelve Famous Writers and suggested easing into the morning with sit-ups and a little sparkling white wine. It helped. Matt allowed his body to intuitively guide him, choosing when it was time for Prosecco, Espresso, Pot, Redecorating, Writing. He found that if he redecorated at least twice a day, he could keep the pauses, the dead space, away. He discovered the title of the novel as he was cleaning the dreamcatcher damp from spilled Prosecco. The Song of Necropolis. Matt let Necropolis guide him. Necropolis had its own structure that was not immediately discernible to the outside party. Labyrinthian. There was a method behind the chaos. If the paragraphs are holding you back, play with the structure, one of the writers texted. You found the title, Matt. Let that be your voice. It's like I'm being led through catacombs, a minotaur's maze. Yeah, it feels like that. If the grammar is getting you lost in the maze, listen to the voice and let her take you home. You read House of Leaves? It was his sister that emailed him the link to the live stream. She didn't call or pick up or respond to his texts, his webcam and laptop screen. A small hidden camera, probably planted during the one time they visited. The stream was a couple of days old and the view count made him sick. But it felt so organic when I was doing it. One of the writers laughed, imitating him. Matt watched it over and over again, ignoring the texts and calls from the writer's circle. He watched it over and over again. Matt turned off the laptop. He went to the fuse box in the apartment and turned off all power. He smashed the small camera with a decorative typewriter. He locked the door. Matt grabbed some printer paper and tried to be stoic and returned to allowing as he wrote by hand. The subliminal loops that had been guiding him stopped playing, and the dead space returned, save a lone police siren from outside. It was the song of Necropolis. Necropolis.